We really wanted to work closer together and make one big world, an experience that goes from the beginning through to the end, linking all of these worlds that I think makes it more than just a collection of games. Berlin is a city full of artists. It has underground clubs and art galleries, street art and film festivals. Or at least it still has that reputation. Video game creators have fought for a long time for their work to be recognized as art as well. And with games being part of the collection of museums around the world, it seems like they have finally won. Games are not only a huge business, they are one of the most influential art forms of the 21st century. But hidden away from those big games that manage to be both, hugely successful and art, there's a whole scene that doesn't care about money and what the mainstream thinks. The art game scene rejects the idea of games being commercial products. Instead of following the rules for good game design, they are experimenting with new ways of expression. One of the developers of such art games is called AAA or AAA. AAA usually stands for the biggest games, the ones with million-dollar budgets and the highest production values, the mainstream of games. The AAA we are talking about is a video game art collective with members from all around the world. And it all started here in Berlin. After visiting one of their exhibitions last year, I was curious. How does an international collective of people work together? How does an exhibition presenting interactive art work? And what is an art game anyway? So I called them to talk about their work. And the three members who answered my call were Jira. Uh, I'm a member of AAA. Chloe. And uh, I'm also a member of AAA. And Gabriel. I'm uh, Gabriel. I'm a member of AAA. Jira, Chloe and Gabriel are three of the people who worked on AAA's latest game. That is called Utopias, Navigating Without Coordinates. In every level of the game, one member of their collective presents their very own idea of an utopian world. You, you describe yourself as a premium 60 FPS 4K video game art collective. So what does that mean? We are a software art collective and there's 10 of us. So most of us live here in Berlin, but we also have one member who lives in Moscow. And uh, we're from different places all over the world. So I'm from Australia. Gabriel is uh, from France. But we also have members from Argentina, Russia, Germany, uh, the USA. So mainly we develop games together, but we also give lectures and performances. And we have a blog that we write together. And we also run a public community event uh, called Art Games. And we sort of met each other or the collective sort of formed out of the community around that event. The cliché that Berlin is the perfect home for artists also played a role in the creation of AAA. Before it all started, Jira was looking for a community they could collaborate with. Uh, 
basically, uh, the reason Art Games started is because I, uh, I am from Australia and I moved to Berlin in 2015 and I, I moved to Berlin because I was like seeking like some kind of artistic community. Like, like basically I, I was from a fairly small town and I, I, I had never known anyone else who was interested in, in the things I was in. And I just really wanted to, uh, kind of, uh, meet people who, you know, were into games as art and art on computers and these kinds of things. Um, and I just moved to Berlin uh, with the assumption that such a community existed, and it didn't. Uh, at least I, I couldn't find one at the time. So I, uh, you know, I, I was kind of uh, freaking out because I, I moved to the other side of the world on an assumption that proved to be false. Um, and so I just started uh, an event called Art Games because I had nothing else to lose at that point. And the the first one is twenty in twenty fifteen. It's basically just an event I randomly created, and then it kind of really developed. And um, my God, it's like five years ago now. I I never thought about that. But uh, I could also talk about the the history of the event. If do you want me to go into that more? Oh yeah, you mean uh, after the first one? Yeah, well, just kind of how it's changed over the years. So the the first events were much more like in uh, Germans, like this term uh, Stammtisch. Like it was a bit like that, where it's like it was kind of like this um, meet and greet, and everyone was kind of showing their thing, and it, was, it had less structure, and it was much more like kind of an intimate, small community. And I think a lot of people that are still in AAA, uh, like kind of from those early days. But as as time went on, um, kind of more and more people uh, wanted to go. So the event kind of grew in capacity. And so it kind of changed over the years to kind of um, like we, we really tried so many things with it. Like uh, we've done performances and screenings and weird kind of like mass participation games. <laughs> like we, we've really done a lot of stuff. As the event grew from a Stammtisch into a whole series of events, it slowly grew into the kind of community Jira imagined when they moved to Berlin. But even after a couple of years, the collective is still trying to figure out its place between indie game startups and the classical art world. Events like the art game meetups Jira started and the Amaze Festival we talked about in our last podcast episode make up an important part of the growing art game scene in Berlin. With more collectives like AAA exploring the space between entertainment and art, the question isn't, are games art? They are, of course, or at least they can be. The more interesting question has become, what is an art game? The, even, the, even the term art games, uh, it's like, what does it even mean? Like, like when we're talking about it as like not an event, but as like a, a culture. It's like, I, I think a lot of the people that inspire me are people that are inspired by game culture but they're not necessarily making video games they're kind of taking those um vibes into other things and uh, yeah I, i would i would really love if there was more collectives like us i i would really love to see that i mean there's there's cool there's a lot of cool things happening but it's also a certain momentum that is lacking in my opinion and i and i often look at websites show, trying to discover new games and not that I'm disappointed, but very often I'm like, oh, that's, you know, it's still very timid in a way. 
It's still imitate. It's still imitating a lot. You know, like basically you have like triple A games, like not our triple A, the the real triple A. And then you have like indie games that kind of are a little bit cool, but still use the same structures that as these triple A games and the same aesthetic and the same kind of language. And then you have like a art game scene that is even underneath that, and that also kind of copies the indie game scene. Yeah. <laughs> And like, like there's, 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 I'm, I'm not, there's a lot of really interesting stuff happening, but I wouldn't speak about something like a movement or like, you know, like a real momentum where like. I guess, um, my response is always slightly different to the others because I, I'm actually not super interested in most games. So I guess like a lot of people in our collective and also in the art games world played like a lot of games when they were younger. And so kind of went through some evolution of getting further and further away from whatever the mainstream game world is. Whereas I was never really interested in that anyway. But I would also say that for me, still a a lot of what people are making could be weirder. Sometimes it feels like people are still making a lot of games that um, they just look exactly like other games to me, except they're about maybe something slightly more political and they don't they don't actually experiment with like what uh, what else could you make with game engine software that doesn't really look like a traditional game. But I don't know. I mean, that's also fine. Like a lot of a lot of the time, the coolest stuff is happening at the fringes of a lot of different scenes. And that can be really fun. And I'm just kind of happy to work with a lot of people who I share some values and aesthetic interests with. <laughs> Do you think that, um, the, or is, is the art game scene in Berlin, but also maybe more in general in, in, in Europe, more like you imagined it when you came to Berlin now, five years later? <laughs> uh, absolutely not. I, I mean, it, it, it's so much better than anything I could have imagined as an individual person. Like I was still kind of, I still had like the shackles of like, kind of indie game culture when i started art games and it's like i've i i feel like um kind of uh being a part of uh of this project i i've just like i i've learned things that i couldn't have possibly have uh learned uh just for myself and in terms of like a global or more like a bigger than like the the general art games kind of scene i think i'm i more identify with just kind of more like a a broader like like digital underground which includes uh game collectives but also includes like music labels and and just like uh just people who are, are making like art on the internet and on computers that's accessible uh for everyone and I, and i think that I, i i just uh i'm just seeing more and more of those prop up and i i find it really invigorating and exciting and inspiring game development is almost always a team effort from small indie titles to the biggest blockbusters few games are made by one person alone And so, even art games like Utopias involve boring tasks like project management. Making a game isn't just fun. The industry has always had issues with working conditions. Video game companies even have their own word for working weeks of 60 or 70 hours. It's called crunch time. Crunch is only one of the systemic issues that are deeply rooted in the games industry. People often don't get properly credited for the work they contribute, for example. Different parts of the work, like testing the software, are not seen as equally valuable as other tasks. All that can lead to a toxic work environment. 
and those are issues the games industry is still struggling with today. The games that AAA makes are not supposed to be commercial products. Jira, Chloe and Gabriel are not in the business of making games. But they still have to engage with many of the same problems that come with producing something as complicated as a video game. I think to, like the first project we made, which we were like only three or four people, it was not at all like really a community project. Like I said, it was more like a jam. And then the second project was already far more integrated. Everyone created assets like 3D objects or like text files or audio files, and we pulled them all together. And everyone made a game out of these same uh, assets, if you want. In a way, it was, I guess, our first test of how to really work together and, and, and collaborate, like doing different games, but with the same ground material. The latest project, Utopias, is the collective's third game. For this project, we each had an individual game that we made, but then we combined these into a bigger world, which was always the intention with this project. So the practical side of that has meant like a lot of meetings, um, a lot of work with all of us present, but then also often smaller groups who are cooperating on specific tasks Something that's kind of interesting, I guess, is that this idea of creating uh, nine different executables and bringing them into one game is kind of a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is kind of like this structure comes from our history a little bit, that that also something we really wanted to avoid um, was the idea that everyone has to have the exact same creative vision and we have to work on one project that has one visual language that's kind of like led by one person. Like we wanted to avoid, I guess, like a typical game studio approach where the game is kind of like one beautiful, perfect thing in one aesthetic. We really wanted to like figure out how to approach this problem of making everyone's creative vision important. The politics of how people work together is like a massive part of AAA. Like, like there's like there's the content that makes the games that you literally see and play and experience but it's like behind that is like there's like we're, we're thinking so much about like how we uh communicate with each other how how we directly collaborate with each other and uh really trying to kind of come up with new new methods of collaboration basically that that avoid the um patterns that are uh often uh repeated in artistic projects which like draw from industry so like you know whether the, whether it's the art industry or it's um the game industry there's always this kind of this pattern of uh top-down power structure and kind of um uh these like uh basically like inserting yourself as middlemen and kind of extracting um uh credit and money and power from the people below you it's a constant struggle and it, and it's something we're always kind of revisiting and trying to um, continue to improve upon, but kind of having an, a non-oppressive method of, of making a game. There's not one person whose creative or technical vision is more important than someone else's. And also there's not one kind of work that's more important than another. Like uh, it's not more important to make all the creative decisions about the game That kind of work is not more important than, say, running the server that our website runs on or that our Git 
um, repositories are stored on. Like, uh, it's really, yeah, as Troy said, like, the, the there's a big need for us to really think about how we're working and how we treat each other. That's important to us. And not to mention the um, the interpersonal and, like, the, the, the relationships we have with each other. Are like, um, like, when you... Once, once people stop being things that you extract resources from, the whole paradigm of how an organization can work is like, like there's just so much um, that we're constantly uh, rediscovering and uh, learning. The result of that work is Utopias. It's AAA's biggest game to date. The first time they presented Utopias was last winter. Unlike launch parties for commercial games, they did not show a trailer to a crowd of cheering gamers. Instead, their game was presented at Panke Gallery in Moabit. Panke Gallery describes itself as presenting works that are derived from the connection between digital art and club culture, reflecting the recent history of Berlin. Utopias was projected on a wall, being played by members of the collective. The audience gathered around a single screen and watched the game's worlds together. Almost like a big Let's Play video, but with everyone in the same location at the same time. A lot of people who had are I guess like our audience already some of those people for sure are interested in games already but there is also a lot of people I think who don't play games and we tried to make an effort to pay attention to making stuff accessible to those people that's also why we do things like at the launch party for Utopias we played the whole game live so that people who don't feel comfortable playing either playing a game by themselves uh, or playing a game in like a gallery space or a public space, which can be really confronting for some people or just kind of weird because they might not know how to use the controls. This really gave like a group of people who might not want to ever play it really still a chance to experience it just by watching someone else play it. I guess we tried to make it accessible for whoever's interested. Um, of course, we might not completely succeed with that. <laughs> Personally, before I was very, not skeptical, but like, I'm pretty sure we kind of all felt sometimes in a way like that, like that we were maybe making things that were too weird for normal gamers, but too gamey for normal art people. And like, like kind of burying us in a, like this, in a weird middle ground where we will maybe never find an audience. But I feel like this event particularly was kind of a good reminder that actually some people are interested in this weird, in between that we can interest people even if we are not you know like positioning ourselves as like indie people or like art people you know what i mean
It's hard to describe what Utopias is, especially in a podcast, so I won't waste too much time trying to describe the different scenarios the collective has come up with. Just look it up for yourself. You can download Utopias and all of AAA's previous games on aaa.itch.io for free. Instead of describing the weird and strange and beautiful and sometimes broken and disturbing images of the game for you, I'll let Jira, Chloe and Gabriel do that. You could kind of think of Utopias as just like, like you know, like uh, the like a shitty game from the 2000s where it was like had like a um, mounted turret on a tank section, like one level, and then it would go back to like the regular gameplay. It's like that, except every game is like a new is a new oh, mid, is, like, is like a new. <laughs> It's like a new like on rails section. So, 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 so it's so it's like it's like ten ten it, mini it, games. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like ten mini games, and then oh, no, we made the mini mini games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like Mario Party from Hell <laughs> <laughs> or Heaven. Yeah. Um, but I think also um like this almost kind of like conflicting aesthetics and conflicting parts of the game. Uh, that's really actually the whole idea of the project like we came up with this idea of we want to address the topic of a possible utopia like imagining a future that somehow each of our ideal futures but we also kind of recognize that like for each person to imagine their ideal world that means there will be inherent conflict between those worlds and so i guess like the question driving or behind uh, driving the project or driving this creative tension is really um is it possible for people to collectively imagine a utopia and how can how can those utopias coexist like how can we find difference from each other but at the same time uh, exist in the same space and be aligned somehow most video games are about power You are the hero, you are fighting evil and most of the time you do that in a post-apocalyptic wasteland full of zombies Utopias is a different kind of game, not only because it tries to figure out what a game itself can be, but because its creators tried to imagine a utopia and not a dystopia. And they did so not only within their game, but also in the way they collectively created it. Now that we are all trapped home alone due to the outbreak of the coronavirus pandemic, a dystopia seems much more relatable. But maybe that feeling of dystopia is the perfect time to start thinking about a positive version of the future and what it could look like for each and every one of us. I think the pro the, pro the, the collective itself is far more an utopia than the project you will play <laughs> if you play it. Like it, a lot of people told me, oh, but that's pretty dystopian for an utopia project. But <laughs> like the, the, the like the, the real utopia is is really the way we made it, I think, in the way. Yeah. So to answer your question, yes, done. <laughs> I, I guess I would say that I think um, trying to imagine utopia or like the process of trying to get to utopia is kind of utopia, like. So in a way, by trying to achieve utopia, you always inherently fail a little bit. <laughs> yes. But but that's part of the imagining process. Yeah, and for me, um, I, I, uh, I, I had never made anything that had kind of any kind of utopian streak to it before this, and I kind of realized how 
how difficult and how scary it is to actually make a utopia. It's so easy to to create dystopias. And uh, something we forgot to mention is that uh, that was one of our motivations for even beginning with the with a uh, utopian theme was that like kind of the culture that surrounds us is very dystopian. Like the media we consume, a lot of popular media, it's all about you know apocalypse scenarios. And maybe the culture around this is changing in the last few years, but to make a utopian anything is just like you really, uh, it's so much more difficult and you have to do a lot more introspection, I think, than with something that's more critical or something that's more dystopian. And I, there are, there are frustrations I have with my individual entry into the, into the, um, utopias game that you know like any person who makes anything would always have but I, I i feel like um i really kind of want to even if i don't make something utopian next i really want to kind of have some of those uh difficult kind of questions that i've found uh working on this project i, I, I want to kind of keep some utopian element going forward Thank you for listening to this episode of Away From Keyboard. If you are interested in hearing more stories about the people who make all kinds of different games here in Berlin, please subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you are interested in the utopian ideas of the AAA Game Collective, check out their work on aaa.itch.io. You can download their games for free and if you want to support AAA, they also have a Patreon on patreon.com slash AAA software. The interview with Jira, Chloe and Gabriel went on for almost an hour. We talked about lots of interesting other things, like the question, what exactly an art game is. If you're interested in longer interviews, you can check out our own Patreon page as well. For $5 per episode, you can make new episodes possible and get even more insights into the Berlin game scene because sometimes we release our longer, uncut interviews on that Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash AFK in Berlin. You can also support us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or just recommend us to your friends on social media. AFK is produced by Daniel Ziegner, that's me, and Lara Kalwart. The music is by Almut Schwacke. Thank you for listening and maybe see you around sometimes after the whole Corona thing. <laughs> <laughs>